Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And of course, after this, it will be Sweden and the Ukraine. And how was that action last night at the Euros? But let's bring it back home. Let's focus on Kaiser Chiefs' uh, brilliant run to the final of the Kiev Champions League. And Coach Atazwana joins us on the line now. Coach, good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Evening to you, sir, and Thanks, Coach. How have the first past few days been since you qualified for the final? And when do you bring the team back down to earth and refocus, Coach? Uh, look, it's been hectic. I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. So, uh, apologies for that. We're going to try and get him on a better line, but do send us your questions right now for Coach Atazwana. You know what happens when you've got Kaiser Chiefs on the line, which the lines are usually chock-a-block. So that number for voice notes on WhatsApp, 61 If you prefer to call and speak to the men directly, then you can call us on 011-714-2006. And don't forget, there's also cricket this evening, the third T20 between the Proteas and the West Indies. Waiting to see if the Proteas will make a couple of changes to their team because they've played the first um, two matches with the same side. So with it being a World Cup here, surely, 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 surely they should give other players a chance. And Springbok coach Jacques Nenaba also named his matchday squad for Georgia. So a lot's happening today. We've got coach Atta back on the line. Sorry, coach, we just lost you there when you were just telling us about how hectic the past few days have been. Yeah, uh, thanks once more. Look, uh it's been quite uh, hectic. Uh, as you know, you know a lot of people are are happy that we have qualified, you know, to go and play in the final. And uh, yeah, we are trying to, you know, uh, keep our feet on the ground and remain humble, you know, uh, because we know that uh, we had to dig deeper in order for us, you know, to get through to the finals. It was never an easy journey. Uh, it was a, a taxing journey that took a lot from us. But yeah, we managed to uh, to get it right at some point. So yeah, we we're happy that uh, we're in the final. And coach, Arthur, what do you make of the reaction and how much this run to the final means to just so many people? Uh, look. Uh, when it comes to the football that you know all South Africans would love to see us you know displaying all the time uh it was not you know uh pleasing in the eye it was not enticing it was not making people you know uh happy but uh we had to find ways for the fact that we had a very very difficult season uh the results were not forthcoming. And uh, as a result, when uh, we were given the opportunity to myself uh, and Coach Sheppy, uh, we only had one week to prepare the team for two games, and we had to package, you know, uh, those two games, of which was uh, uh, Golden Arrows and and uh, and TS Galaxy. But at the same time, we were we were planning for the semi-finals, you know, and uh, the first game, obviously, we look at uh, the way we've been. Uh, we looked at the way we, we've been defending the goals that we've considered, you know, in the past. And uh, we had to rectify that first before we could think that we can score goals. But uh, luckily for us, uh, the players responded positively. And uh, our first game was against Aros. 
And in that Arrows game, we we considered two goals, and it, our plan was to make sure that we don't concede but score goals. But unfortunately, we conceded two goals, and uh, we scored three goals, and we we got maximum uh, results. But we were not happy, so it was a concern, you know, uh, to us. And uh, we went to the last game of the of the season, which was uh, uh, Cheers Galaxy, and. We managed to keep a clean sheet today, and we scored, you know, through a set piece, and, and uh, that it was more like a dress rehearsal for us preparing for the semi-finals, and uh, it gave us that, uh, you know, that uh, boost and, and confidence as to if we can, you know, keep that uh, that momentum going in terms of making sure that we don't concede goals, and then we can come back with something, you know, in in Morocco. And uh, yes, indeed, it happened exactly like that. We went to Morocco, we defended very well. We managed to score a goal. And uh, back home, second leg, uh, we had to make sure again that we don't concede and uh, we keep, you know, that discipline. And uh, the boys responded positively as well. And yeah, here we are today. We are in the final and we are happy for everyone. And then, talking about the way you've played leading up to the final, Coach, with the final now being a one-legged affair, does the approach change or do you stick with what's worked for you to get this far or is that a nice headache to have? Look, uh, we'll have to... We'll analyze the oppositions. You know, we we analyze the opposition. We look at our strengths and weaknesses and look at their strengths and weaknesses and then see where we can capitalize. And... Uh, we will treat this game, you know, the same as, uh, you know, we, we prepared uh, for 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 Widat, and there's no exception. Uh, we will make sure that uh, uh, we we you know we give our best and we we get the maximum. Uh, actually, this one we're not talking about points. You know, mm. we get a win at the end of the day because we have uh, come this far. And uh, we can't give up now. We still believe that you know we we can we can get it right, and uh, we can win it for the chairman. We can win it for our supporters. We can win it for all the people who've been supporting the team through thick and thin. And moreover, you know, South Africans at large, you know, people who believe in us, and uh, we'll make sure that uh, we also play for our families, you know, because uh, this is, I think, uh, a lifetime opportunity. This opportunity might not come again. So we'll make sure that we give our best. Yes. And what about the mentality, Coach, of the players? Besides working on the defence, also, what, what what did you and Coach Dylan say to the players when you took over? Because I would think morale was not that high. It must have been at a low, um, especially with the coaching change. What else? What, what was your other message to the players? Because mentally, they also seemed to be up for it and they were fighting for each other, fighting for every single ball also. Uh, you know... You'll always have a problem, you know, when the results are not forthcoming, even if you can play good football. So it's even worse when uh, uh, you are not playing good football and the results also are not getting the results because you can only, you know, build a formidable team when you are getting the results. So in our case, uh, we've been struggling, obviously, with the results. And at the same time, we've uh, had a lot of injuries. We couldn't bring in new players from the beginning of the season. And uh, we also had, you know, the situation of uh, the, this uh, the COVID thing. 
uh, making our life, you know, our lives dif- very, very difficult, you know. And uh, we had players who had also, you know, challenges at home because of the COVID situation where they've lost their, you know, loved ones. So we had to try and give our best in terms of, you know, uh, uh, motivating the players to make sure that you can get the best out of them and to ma- to also make them start believing in themselves even more because the good thing about the two of us, we've played the game, you know, we think like players. We we know when we're still playing, you know, when chips are down, uh, we need someone who just, you know, lift your spirit, lift you up, you know, give you a helping hand when you, when you need it, you know. So we had to do that more than anything else. Like I said, uh, you know, earlier on that uh, we only had a week and uh, if you you prepare so uh, for for two games you know your microcycle uh, between the two games in five days it will always going to give you a problem so uh, it's how now you manage players and that is why we had to package those two games but at the same time preparing for for we that you know the approach because we knew that uh, there's no way we can change too many things you know we don't have you know uh, ample time on our side and uh, we need to make sure that we get it right because if we don't get it right now the chances are we're going to let the team down and as you know we also wanted to qualify for for the top eight mm-hmm. so we had no choice but to make sure that we get uh, you know maximum points in both games but at the same time you know um, make sure that we we we, we qualify the team to the you know for the finals and yeah it happened exactly like that, and yeah, and uh, I think the men above helped us. You know, we prayed a lot because sometimes we take, you know, things for granted. You know, spiritually you have to be powerful and strong. And uh, if people can know what we've experienced in, you know, in Tanzania, in Tanzania it was tough, very very mm-hmm. tough. You know, if you can survive there, we even said to the players, if we can come out of, uh, you know, come out of Tanzania alive as a team. Then let me tell you, uh, I think other challenges we can easily, you know, deal with, you know. So yeah, and like as I said, the boys responded positively and they gave their all, and yeah, you know, uh, good spirit prevails in the camp right now, and everyone is always looking forward, you know, to get things right. Everyone wants to win it for, you know, for their families, for the team, for the supporters, because we feel that this is the only. Uh, tournament or should I say a cup that we can redeem ourselves as you know that uh, last season we lost the league you know in last 20 minutes mm. after being you know uh, being a leading from the beginning of the season and then last 20 minutes you lose it so uh, it drained the players psychologically mentally you know and physically and uh, as you could see now the boys they gave their best but uh, you know, towards the end of the game, you can see the energy levels when they drop, you know, uh, the physical demands of playing at that level. You know, it takes a lot from these players, but they always push and give their best. And yeah, so far, so good. And we're looking forward to the final. And before I go to the voice notes, Coach, um, how, how tough has it been for the players or how has it been to play without fans? I mean, everywhere Kaiser Chiefs go, they get support and it must be very unusual not to be without supporters. And I had your interview after the first leg in Morocco when you spoke about your love for the supporters and how you are doing this for them. They've been patient, patient and they've been through thick and thin. And I guess that's why you, you felt it was also important for you to acknowledge them. 
Yeah, look, we, without our fans, we are nothing. We know that, and uh, we uh, we can only wish that you know uh, the situation that we find ourselves, you know, uh, as, as 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 a nation, you know, can get better. You know, where can also allow our supporters back to the stadium to come, you know, and share, you know, share the boys up, and which is something that is missing right now. You know, the noise, the vuvuzelas, and those are the things that drive these players to to excel. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we have you know the situation that we have, and uh, which is uh, you no know, making our life you know our lives difficult. But yeah, it's one of those things that whether we like it or not, you know, we can't dwell on that. We can't uh, make that an excuse. Uh, we still have to perform at the end of the day, because uh, Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, Kaiser Chiefs is a is a team that's got the winning culture. You know. And uh, once you get into the semi-finals and finals, you you must smell it, you must feel it, mm-hmm. you know, you must have it in your veins that, you know, your golden and uh, black blood, you know, wants you to lift the cup. So uh, we keep motivating the players, and if uh, we don't put a smile on the people that that have been there for us through thick and thin, and look, we'll be failing them and we'll be failing ourselves, and you know. They are spoiled, you know, uh, for the fact that Kaiser Chiefs has been uh, uh, winning for many, many years. They've dominated, you know, generations and generations. Kaiser Chiefs always, you know, one of the best in the country. And yes, we're now in that situation of a little bit of, you know, drought where for the past six years we haven't been winning. And this is the big opportunity for us since we missed out last season on winning the league. So... We can, here's the, another opportunity for us to to redeem ourselves and and put a smile, you know, on their faces and and make sure that yeah, the whole uh, nation, you know, is behind us and uh, they are also proud of us. So yes, we need our fans, but uh, even though they are not happy, but for the fact that you know they are talking about the game, they are, you know, putting their their opinions forward. Uh, it's simply because they love the team. They've got so much passion and they want to see the team succeeding. Okay, for those just joining us, we are catching up with Kaiser Chiefs interim coach, assistant coach Atazwane, just about their road to the final of the CAF Champions League. We are open for voice notes, so let's play a few that have come through on 061-4104-107. Hi, Tabiso. It's Tembani here in Willowmore. Please tell Coach Arthur that they have got a strong chance of beating Alakli if they can go to get an early goal. Because we do know that Coach Pizzo gets frustrated whenever a team defends. So if they can get an early goal and start defending, Coach Pizzo will run out of ideas as usual. We do know him as South Africans. Tembani here, Estonj Pakania. Good luck to the Amakos. Good evening, Tabiso and your guest, uh, which is Dan Trupalwan Atazwane, speaking to my daughter from Kabecha. Um, Tabiso, I don't have a lot of questions, I just have one question. If uh, one of the PSL teams were to be interested in Dan one services, would you take up the post and go and coach other teams and face Kaiser Chiefs in the league? Or is fine there in the Kaiser Chiefs or in the youth setup of Kaiser Chiefs? Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah, man, congratulations to Kaiser Chiefs and Coach Arthur to on reaching the finals, you know. 
Um, they didn't have a good season in the league, but they definitely played well. You know, played did well. You know, in the in the CAF Champions League. So basically, my question is that is he his role for next season being clarified? Is he going still going to continue with the MDC and the senior team, or is only going to be part of the senior team? So that's the question. Uh, and in terms of the final, yo man, uh, him against Pizzo. For me, anyone who takes it, I will celebrate the You know, Kisida. Uh, luckily for Pito or for Alpha and Kaiser Chiefs, I'll definitely celebrate Joseph Mambo from Malau. Evening day member Tudane from Milan. Congratulations to Kaiser Chiefs for reaching the final for the first time. I hope they make it a heavy to invest more and push to play KF Champions League every year or continental competitions every year because they are capable of doing it. For the first time, in the semi-final and now they're in the final for the first time they can win it again thanks to learn from Holland. yeah good evening Teviso and your listeners there uh this is lindo from bloomfontein there yes um um just tell um others one here there that we are proud of the work that they did to get to the finals there and one thing that we would just like to see him do is just uh work on the finishing of those boys finishing of those boys like he used to do how to be a super sub how to finish when you how to be aware when you're in the middle of the box how to take those long range shots just work on those finishing and trust me when i say we will defeat them when we go to the final okay thanks for those and let's also acknowledge kg on twitter who says i love the collective leadership character of Atazwane. he speaks of we how we prepared he must just be patient and he will definitely take over as the coach is a great man manager is definitely going to stay there for long and i guess coach it goes back to that question there was a question about just to clarify your role for next season and whether if other clubs were interested in you would you uh, look at an opportunity to become a head coach at another club or are you happy to stay with amakosi for now Look, um, I still have to, you know, uh, to accomplish. I have a mission uh, that we started a long time ago. And uh, we still have a lot of young boys who are coming up and who are doing well. And they still need our guidance. And uh, I'll take it, you know, one step at a time. I'm not in a hurry to be the head coach of the team. Uh, I've got my own reasons and maybe some other people might take it as if uh, maybe it's comfort zone, and and maybe I'm uh, I'm afraid of taking you know up the challenge and whatsoever. But uh, the fact is, uh, when uh, I was given the opportunity, you know, to work for the team, and uh, I only have one vision to help the team to develop, you know, uh, very good professional players that will add value, you know, and represent in our country at international level. You know, and also if they don't make it, you know, in football, at least they must be also, you know, very good academically. And because I know that uh, as a nation, we have our own challenges, you know. So I'm not in a hurry to be to be, to be be the head coach. I have someone like Coach Nfeki, whom I worked with, you know, in the national team as his assistant. I learned a lot from him. Now I have the privilege of working with Coach Stuart uh, Baxter also, whom I also respect and I believe that he 
you can also, you know, bring back the glory days, at, you know, the team. So um, I'm lucky, to be quite honest. And I have a very humble man, you know, uh, very, very good guy. He's wicked thick, you know, he's second to none. And uh, very focused, you know, Dylan Shepard. Uh, we did a UFRB uh, license together. That's when I got to know him better. That is, is you know, he's one of the the future. You know, he's one for the future. You know, especially for the country. And yeah, I was happy when he was roped in to come and work with us at Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. So when you surround yourself with uh, with with people like these who are knowledgeable and who are humble and who are always eager, you know, to take the game to another level. Look, you must be proud of yourself, so yourself uh, as an individual. So yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm I'm more than happy to be part of the team. But I'm not gonna get carried away. I'm not gonna get carried away that uh, because now we're winning games and then think that uh, I can take over the team or I know too much. You know, I still have a lot to learn uh, about the game, and I'm, I'm I'm the student of the game. I'm still trying to empower myself and. Uh, and understand the game more. So yeah, um, I'm happy that I'll be, you know, working with the boys still, and uh, because it's good for me, you know, to be coaching where uh, these youngsters I'm I'm enjoying, and also be given the opportunity to work with the senior guys. So I'm growing nicely, and without any pressure compared to, you know, when you put yourself under pressure and you don't even know whether you are coming or going. So. I've been given that opportunity and uh, I'll embrace it. And on that issue of progress, Coach Arthur, um, I've followed your teams, especially the juniors. I, I remember seeing Ngobo at the engine tournament when you guys were playing at, at Max Park and you were the head coach there. I was blown away by his talent. And I remember asking you the next year where he was and you said he was with the MTCs. What do you make of his progress? Someone like that that you've worked with and you've come through the systems that Kaiser achieves with. Uh, but have you so you know i'm I'm glad that you know you are raising this and yeah uh, I remember this you know uh vividly like like it happened yesterday you know um uh, you were there as the m c if my memory serves me well yes and uh, you know it was not only him if you would remember there yes. was Wiseman, me you were there there was Jabulo Plom. I was happy there was happy Mashiane, there was I think 80% of that squad, you know, they were promoted. And, uh, yes, you know, the Lebulisako, Sabelo which is Bibo. And so it tells you, you know, that uh, we've been doing things the right way. If you would remember, in those tournaments, whenever I was telling people that we are not here to win the tournament, yes, yes. people did not understand. And because the focus was, let's, let's, let's try and develop these players, you know, holistically. You know, because the minute as a coach, as coaching in, in that at that level, under 17, I want to win. That means I'm only thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my future, not about the future of these boys. Because now the focus will be more on winning. And yet you are missing out on many other aspects of the game that these boys still need to improve on. And uh, that is why with us at Kaiser Chiefs, the situation, we had to turn things around. We had to change the approach of developing the players to say, listen, we don't want to win. If the win comes, it's going to be a bonus. But it has to be a performance uh, of individuals that we applaud. 
you know, all the time that we give credit to. So we were challenging our boys each and every game. You know, we give we gave them the task individually that this is your task in this game. This is what we expect. This will be your role and responsibilities. And we want you to tick the boxes after, you know, uh, to tick the box, you know, the boxes after after the game. And, and tell us whether you're happy with your performance. And that way we were challenging them to grow even faster or fast-tracking fast them. You know, because there was no way that a player would come to training, and uh, and there's no like uh, sort of like an uh, like objective that you needed to make sure that you know you achieve it before the training ends. So we wanted to make sure that these players they grow individually, they understand the game tactically, let alone uh, let alone uh, technically. We know that they are technically superior. We know that they've got you know that talent. But we needed to make sure that they also understand the game. They've got the, you know, the game inside and and learn more and watch top players who can maneuver, you know, in difficult you know situations or tight situations that come out with ease. So we had to come up with that approach, and that approach has worked. It has paid off, and here we are today. Uh, we're talking about Noble. Noble should have been, I think, after two years, he, he was supposed to go to St. Gallen. You know, uh, so yes, in Switzerland, they wanted him there. Uh, Wiseman maybe was wanted in Germany, he was wanted in Italy. Just unfortunate that, you know, he was involved in a car accident. But when you look at all those boys here, Gezane, there was a team from Sweden that wanted to buy him, you know, outright from the team. There were challenges here and there, but they wanted him. So that alone tells you that if Wiseman was in the top best 10 players in the World Cup, and he only played two games. Ngozing Pilongobo was in the two, was in the best eleven of African players when South Africa qualified for 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 World Cup the second time under twenties, and he he had only played a one and a half game. So that alone that alone tells you that we were doing things the right way as a team, and uh, for the fact that we are not chasing the result. And when we won the Tiski. I mean, the the Disky Shield, it happened because we were building the system, the formation, where we're not just bringing in any player, you know, in the team. Whether you are talented, if you can't fit into that system, we don't want to take you because you might not be a Kaiser Chiefs player in future. Mm. So we had those players who did very well for themselves. And 80% of that, you know, uh, of those players went on to sign, you know, a professional contract. And uh, uh, 60% are playing now, Champions League. Mm. You know, first game when we played in, in Cameroon, we had six players from the development. It was Daryl Macheke, uh, Bruce Fuma, and Jabulo Plom, Siamong Angezana. I think Lebulisako was there. Lebulisako and Kosim Pilengobo, Happy Mashiana, seven. Mm. You know, so that alone tells you that we're doing the right thing because we're not in a hurry. We didn't want to win. And us as coaches are the ones that are failing these boys because I want to be seen as a coach. And the minute you take your time as a coach and say, uh, only time will tell. If you are good enough as a coach that you can coach at the highest level, that opportunity will come to you. You don't have to like chase after it. It will come to you because you are good enough.
God has given you that talent. But the minute you do things, but your focus is not there, is elsewhere, you're not going to get it right. So me, I was lucky because I was uh, giving the guidance, you know, uh, by the chairman, uh, who told me even when I stopped playing that, listen, yes, you want to take up coaching, you'll become the second assistant for now to VV and coach Ace Kuse. Uh, but next season, you'll go to the development. So I have to, I have paid my dues all these years through the ranks. I went to the under-17s, under-19s, reserve team, now I'm the first team. I'm the link. I'm the one that makes sure that uh, there's transition, a smooth transition and integration of these players to the first team. And simply because of I know the team and I took time, I gave myself time to understand the team even better. And I still communicate with a lot of uh, former legends, I mean former soccer players and legends, people that contributed, you know, big time to 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 make sure that the team is where it is today. So, yeah, I'm... I'm 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 honored and uh, I'm humbled, you know, by all those people who believed in me. And yeah, I thank God that I'm still part and parcel of the team. And he's also the one that instills discipline in his boys. Uh, if you do hear that, that the team talks, especially in these youth tournaments, discipline is also a key part of Coach Atazwane's coaching. It's not just about the football. Let's just take the last two voice notes uh, before we wrap up our conversation. By the way, England is leading Germany 1-0 with eight minutes left. Hey, Tabisa. Um... KG here. I just also want to say, you know, Arthur and the team have done well. He did mention that, you know, the team had to produce results, even though it was very difficult to sort of play a very attractive football. But I'm saying against Alakli, he he will definitely um, do well with mobile playing, more especially... Uh, almost like a free roll, because those big Alakli guys, they can't stand, you know, a skillful, fast player like Ngobo. And more especially to make sure that actually when you're playing Ngobo, um, I hope that, that, you know, Castro will also be fully fit. A player who can join up front will be Frostler. Um, definitely Chiefs can win this one, but they need to be very disciplined in, in defense. But at the same time, play on a transition using the likes of Frosla and and Ngobo going forward. Thanks, man. It's KG. Hey, Chatabza, once more. I just want to know from the coachman, like the 17 is too far, man. Uh, is he going to get some friendlies inside? And I see, yeah, with other teams that are playing because I think by that time, uh, Pizzo's team will be match fit. I think they are playing tomorrow with the pyramids. So, yeah. But yeah, pick up to the coach, high discipline, high morale. This is the discipline that he had when he was a player. He still have that discipline as a coach. So yeah, pick up to the coach. It's my one day again from all of Okay, thanks for those voice notes. There's been a lot of mention about Pete's or coach. Does it help that maybe you're facing a familiar coach or or is this a different Pete's or Musumane uh, that, that, that is coaching at Al-Akhli now? Look, I'm... Um I'm a, I'm a South African. I'm very proud of, you know, uh, Coach Peter Musimani. He has uh, put us, you know, uh, the country on the map. And uh, we are will always, you know, uh, protect people like Coach Peter. And uh, it's going to be, you know, a South African connection. 
you know, you, as you know, Coach Pizzo is being assisted by uh, Coach uh, Kevin Johnson, and uh, there's also KG, uh, KB, whom I worked also is a physical and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. We were together in the national team, and there's a video analyst that I know as well that was at Sundown. So, and our technical staff as well. So it's good that uh, it shows people that the game is growing in our country. If some of us, you know, can go and conquer, you know, you know, uh, the world, more especially in Egypt, where it's difficult for one to survive there. And if Coach Pito can go there and win three cups, we should be proud of him. You know, we should we should embrace that. We should we should be the ones that are protecting him. And yet now we are gonna be facing him as case of cheese, which is a good thing. And the situation, as you know, is gonna be. A David and Goliath affair, you know, where uh, we we'll go there as underdogs, like it has been happening. So, but uh, we have no fear. Uh, we have come this far uh, because we simply, you know, uh, put in some effort. And yeah, we deserve to be in the final. People might beg to differ, but uh, we in the final because we had to dig deeper. It was not. Uh, uh, pleasing in the eye, it was not what people wanted to see, but the fact was, when you get the opportunity to grind the results, just do so. So yeah, uh, we're happy that you're gonna be playing against the coach Pizzo because he's one of the best in the continent. Okay, and there was a question about friendly matches, coach. Did you have any matches lined up? What's the program between now and the seventeenth? Uh, look, it's uh, it's it's. I think. Uh, it's difficult for us to to play friendly matches right now uh, because uh, there's no one available uh, except for maybe uh, teams that are playing, you know, uh, 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 from Vela and first team that that are playing playoffs. Mm. So uh, it's difficult for us to get anyone available now. Teams are in preseason, uh, so maybe they're gonna start training maybe from Monday. Some of them. And there's no way that they can be ready to play games. So, unfortunately, on that one, there's no one available to play practice matches with us. And also our reserve team is not available because of the challenges that we are faced with, uh, you know, in the country at the moment. So we'll find a way. Look, we've been in the game for many, many years. So we'll try and, and uh, you know, push our boys. Though, you know, uh, training and, and playing a game is totally, you know, uh, difference, but uh, totally different. But uh, we'll find a way because this opportunity only comes once, and this is the opportunity that we want to grab with both hands. Uh, dark or blue, we don't have a choice, and we need to find a way to make sure that we, our boys are ready for the final when that they come. And where there's a plan, there's always a way, Coach. We wish you all the best for the final. You've done so well to get this this far. You've brought back the pride. You've brought back, brought back the dignity of our Kaiser Chiefs. And they are being respected once again as the big team that they are, and rightly so. And one more game to go, Coach. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on the 17th. Yeah, Good to hear from you again, man. Keep well, man. You are doing a, a great job, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach, and we appreciate the time you've given us tonight on SAFM. Kaiser Chiefs Interim Coach and Assistant Coach Arthur Zwane. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM.
Okay, it is now 2-0 to England against Germany in the 90th minute of their last 16 tie. Uh, but let's uh, bring it back home and we are joined on the line by SABC Sports Senior Journalist Velile Mnyandu just to find out about a few technicalities when it comes to Kaiser Chiefs and reaching the final of the KEF Champions League. Good evening, Velile. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM. Uh, good evening, Kaiser, and also to the listeners. In your experience as a journalist, where does this run to the KEF Champions League final rank for Kaiser Chiefs and, and as a part of their history? I think for me, taking nothing away from uh, the success of 2001 in the Cup Winners' Cup, the Mandela Cup, um, in terms of Kaiser Chiefs' profile at international level, um, this is the highest moment. Um, yes, we can talk about them in t- 2001 winning that um, Cup Winners' Cup um, in the final beating Inter Luanda, um, also propelling them to to go as far as um, being named the African Club of the Year uh, in the CAF Awards back then, you know? Um, so I think, though, when we when we look at the profile of the two tournaments, um, there is no doubt that um, the CAF Champions League for me, um, it is because this is the premium club competition on the continent. Yes. Does it matter how they got there, how they played to get there? Do we remember how Paris won 1995? They are run to nineteen ninety five. Doesn't really matter. Um people in after five or ten years, um, they will look at who was in the final and who won the final. Nothing more, nothing less. But I had the under twenty three coach David Notwane the other day on Sport Arena saying this is not how a big team should be playing. Well, I think we're all entitled to our opinions. Um and I and I and I think um Taking nothing away from uh, playing a, a good brand um, of football, um, but I mean, if, if if we talk about the Orlando Paris team of Papich, um, the only people that talk about it, maybe those who, who, who watched it, um, but in terms of the success on what the team did, can we really look back? So sometimes um, we also need to understand that yes. Um, for me, and this is what makes Kaiser Chiefs run special uh, this year, uh, uh, to say they were struggling on the home front. They were transfer then, um, meaning that the team was seriously lacking uh, in quality. And when you lack in quality, you have to develop uh, ways of playing against quality opposition. And if the way that they played helped them to get this far, so, so that the, a big team should not be playing uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. The expensively assembled multi Sundowns couldn't even make the semi-finals this season in the Champions League. Yeah, and by the way, Coach Atta explained it tonight exactly why they played the way they did. He said they had to focus on the defense when they took over with Coach Dylan Shepard because they were conceding a lot of goals and they had to get the players to support that. And that's why they were able to keep those clean sheets and try and get something away from home in Morocco. But the defense for him was the key aspect that they had to focus on and they've done wonders with that defense. And in a one-legged affair against Pizzo Musimane's Al-Akhli Velile, what kind of a game can we expect? Um, I think the difficulty Chiefs is going to find when it comes to Pizzo is that they are coming up against a Pizzo who knows this Kida Chiefs team. And the players that Kida Chiefs have, have, have not changed from the players that they had um, when he won his last league title um, as, at Sundowns. So, yes, maybe with that, 
um, you know, um, with that, um, if, 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 if I'm looking at it, um, with that can be seen as, as a strong team, uh, quality opposition, but maybe one thing that Benzarti didn't know was how to get uh, behind the Chiefs team. Yes, I'm saying this knowing that they beat Chiefs 4-0 um, in, the, in, in, in the group stages. But in terms of um, bringing down the structure, because you could see the structure, um, and this is when the Coach Nsaiki arrived, this is also when Coach Baxter arrived, and, and, and also now you also had um, the two assistant coaches, um, Coach uh, Arta and uh, Coach Dillon as well, they kind of changed from how they were playing uh, under Gov- uh, Gavin. Remember under Gavin, they were conceding a lot. And mm-hmm. in as much as also we have to credit Gavin uh, for the team uh, to get this far, because it was Gavin who got the team uh, to, 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 the, to, to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how they are playing, uh, it is slightly different. But I'm saying this now to say, Pito managed to break down an Esperanza team that has been very difficult um, to beat. Um, in the semifinals, you'll recall that they had lost away the Esperanza, but at home, they they, they won against um, Mzalja. So the difficult situation now that they found themselves in was to to see uh, losing uh, to Al Ali at home. You know, so it, it tells you um, that. And, and, and one, another thing that I like about this is that last, last year, people were talking about how Vela, um, because uh, Pito got there and the team was already in the semifinal, but mm-hmm. now it's been Pito's run throughout to, to get that far. So I think Pito's uh, insight, uh, info on how Chiefs is playing and how to, to break them down um, could be the easiest option here. Um, because I think... Uh, ben Zarti, I mean, I, I, uh, one day I was, uh, after the, this uh, second leg, I was reading something um, where they were saying, uh, how can I put it? I think they were talking about 45 chances. Yes, yes, yes across the two legs. Yes, across the two legs, 45 mm. shots at goal. Mm. And, uh, or shots at goal. But, but they couldn't score. They, they couldn't score. Yeah. You know, so I think people's knowledge here is going to be very, very, very important. Okay, the issue of contracts also comes into play now, Velile. I've been asked that question. I know you did a story um, with It Is Key Times, and even on SABC, I saw you did a story of the number of players that are out of contract. What happens now, and how many players are out of contract at the end of June? And what happens now if Chiefs want to keep them for the final? Um, I think from how I understand this. Um, there's about nine players, nine to eight, uh, between nine and eight, because the tenth player was Mjangas. Um, um, but um, as you know, that the, the, part, the two parties parted ways uh, earlier, earlier um, b- b- before the end of the season. So now they are sitting with uh, these, um, I, th- I think these, these players. Um, but also, you know that amongst these players whose contracts are coming to an end, um, a player like uh, Muliko, he wasn't playing uh, in any case. So even if she was looking to extend, um, I don't think it's a situation where they would go as far as extending Muliko. But another issue um, would be when you look at Ulet Katande, you look at Prof Vuma, 
you look at uh, Bernard Parker, you look at Kune, you look at uh, Manyama, um, you look at Drama. These are key players that they've been using uh, in the Kev Champions League, and they would need them. Uh, I know that uh, I'm sure it's a story that Coach Ada would have also shared when they went when they won the Cup Winners' Cup. I think they only had 13 players, you know. Um, so, but th- times have changed now, and they are coming up with a very strong uh, early team. They need all the uh, players that they have, and especially the best players. So, but um, after checking uh, with the, in, in the cover regulations, well, the cover regulations are very clear that a player would have to be registered um, in the national association uh, that is in the national league with the PSL in this matter. So most of these players uh, were talking about their contracts are coming to an end uh, tomorrow, and it would mean that um, if nothing is done, they will, they will be in, ineligible um, to play uh, in the final. So I understand that uh, Keita Chiefs now has to make sure that um, these players um, are registered locally um, after Thursday when the new registration opens. And fortunately for Chiefs, because imagine if this is something that would have happened when they were still banned from um, registering players because they're not allowed to register players. So I think what's going to happen now is that uh, from the information I got from KEF was um, because they are already registered, Mm. Uh, in the Kev Champions League. We know that the registration period has closed there, but because already they're on the list, what is important is that they must be registered here at home. Uh, so this is something that the club now needs to sort out with the players and their agents, uh, because according to the information I also received was that uh, this should be for a minimum uh, of six months. Oh, okay. And then finally, if Chiefs do win the Kev Champions League, what happens to Amazulu since the country has two spots in the Champions League? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you can only have uh, two teams um, in the Kev uh, Champions League, um, even if you the holders of the Champions League are coming from that country. And especially now, if um, that champion is not has not finished in the top two uh, in the season uh, in, the, in the previous season, so it would mean that uh, Amazulu will have to take a spot of number three, and then go to um, the Kev Confed, and uh, and then the team that finished third, unfortunately, um, will will not have um, a space uh, in the Kev in, in the Kev Confed because it will be Amazulu and um, also um, the champions um, of the Netbank Cup, which is Maroma Gardens. So, so Kev can find a way to accommodate three teams. In the Kev Champions League, there's no possibility of that. Uh, the, 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 the rules are clear. <laughs> hey. Yeah, uh, as they say, rules are rules in football. Uh, and number yeah, three, I, I, do I have to remind people who finish number three? I, 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 think, I, think, I think I know why you are arguing. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it also means that we know how pe- uh, people will be praying for this final. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Belile, let's leave it there. Thanks for speaking to us. Yeah, it is good times. Is it out? I went to the garage today. I got last week's edition. Is today's edition out? Yes, no, no, no it's out. In fact, that's okay. where we 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 explain uh, the story nicely there, and also we introduce you to the Memorial Sundown target who was playing against Messi last night uh, from Bolivia, and also we have a nice, very nice interview with uh, Helman Mkelele. Okay. Uh, looking forward to his first full tournament in the Kosovo Cup next week. 
Okay, wonderful stuff. Thanks, Velile Mnyando, for speaking to us on SAFM this evening. It's finished 2-0 to England. Uh, they've beaten Germany. They're through to the quarterfinals. The way they're celebrating, even Prince William is there. It's like they've won the whole thing already. But that's the English for you, hey? Okay.